One day, when Embi carried me to the school, we had a ball. I remember that day quite clearly. Uh, I was at the altar hall, altar hall, and then he came. He carried me, and then he walked out from there, and then he has to follow the path, the cement floor path, and trying to go to the uh, front of the house, trying to go down the steps to the car. But at the not far away from the. Front of the altar hall, uh, on the cement path, he had a fall. He, he, I think I, I don't, I didn't know exactly what happened, but both of us fell down. There was no major injury. I just sprained my ankle, and uh, after the incident. My parents get together, and uh, they discuss, and I think they think that uh, I was uh, already quite big at that time, and it wasn't easy for Ambi uh, to carry me so far from the altar hall to the car park, so far away. So they decided to do something. They decided to build a ram or a road plus ram all over from the car park to the outer hall. I remember it was a major uh, construction event. At At, at that moment, I was staying in the front portion of the bungalow. So every time when I got to go to school, I have to uh, go to the second floor, the second section, then go to the third section, uh, go to the outer hallway for Ambi to catch me, to fetch me, to carry me. So my fa- my father. Uh, asked his friend, if I'm not mistaken, it was Sing Sing Moto, um, uh, Tan Kyu Sing, uh, to help because at that moment my my father was uh, building this uh, international hotel, and at Penang Road, he was a minor shareholder, uh, and then his friend they all built this. Uh, Hotel with the first escalator in Penang and a bowling alley. So Mr. Tan Kyu Seng 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 Motor was the contractor. So they they became good friend. So they came to look at the place. So my father consulted them. So what they did was to, you know, as you. Approach the bungalow. I was saying in my previous episode that 
you have to turn left to go to the to the to the car park, you know, to the garage. But if you turn right, uh, it's a dead end. There were some steps that go up, and those were the old road, you know. A previous owner used that as entrance. So they decided that uh, to change that part. They built a a tar road from the the car car park. You know, as you as you turn right, you see a new tar road that go up. They knock away some. Cement floor, and the car, the the tar road, go as far as uh, Jambu Tree, Jambu Ayu Tree, a big one. That was very near to the outer hall. Then they built a ramp from the car park. They had a new car park. They built a ramp. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a ramp that is a. Uh, you go up one side, and then turn, and then turn again. Surround the jambu tree, and to the to the front of the uh, this altar hall. And then they also convert uh, the area behind. The altar hall, altar hall behind that was another small living space. They convert, they converted that into a room and aircon room, and then they built a toilet uh, next to the altar room, behind, uh, no, uh, next to that room, uh, and uh, use it as a big bathroom for me. It was an accessible, excellent access bathroom, all flat, you know. So you imagine, uh, that's my first experience of disabled access, you know. I suddenly realized the importance of disabled access because because I've never seen that before. I've never. Uh, know that that you can do such a thing. So my parents, my parents are the one that introduce in their own way. You know, there's no such thing as disabled design or whatever. Blah blah blah. Then they build the ramp in a very gentle way, and they build the tarot up nicely, big car park, and then. From the ramp, I go into the altar hall, all flat, and then uh, behind the altar hall, I have a I have a drawer. My I, I have a door that is sliding, sliding door. You know, imagine how advanced they were. Yeah, you don't have to open. I don't have to open or close the door. Was using a sliding doors huh? in the sixties. In the sixties, ready with the ram, and then the toilet was very big, uh, really very very big, 
And then they put a bathtub there and wooden bench. And I can bathe myself by pushing my wheelchair to the bench, climb up to the bench and slide down to the bathtub. After I bathe, I pull myself up to the wooden bench. I dry myself, change into clothing and go back to my uh, wheelchair. This big bathroom, years later, became my dark room where I do my photography, my printing, everything. So, this was my first experience of disabled access and it was a gift from my parents who were very forward thinking you know there's no such thing I've never seen such thing in the school never happened so I I I I think uh, they they give a lot of thinking you know a lot of thinking, a lot of thoughts to build this, you know. And that is where I'm so grateful as I look back. I'm so grateful to my parents. And my parents believe uh, of disabled access uh, continue when they built a new house at Hill Railway Road. 505G Hill Railway Road. You see, I stayed at 137W Rambutan Road for a long time until the late 60s. There where there were a family discussion and my ma- my mother uh, was uh, uh, asked to leave that place and to to, to, to to find her own place to stay, stay. So my father built a look for a piece of land and to build a house. And my father was alternating between a piece of land at Plauticus or a piece of land at the uh, Railway Road. My father also very forward thinking. He told my mother, "We don't, we don't stay in Plavdikus. It's too expensive for my son, this able son, because in future when he grew up, whether he can support or he can sustain a house like that or not, we are not sure, no." So he better build a house that uh, he can live for a long, long time. So they go and buy a piece of uh, land, uh, uh, what do you call it? A double semi-D land. My father's friend was building a small project of double uh, semi-D uh, at Hill Railway Road and my father say I want to buy two together and then build a bungalow so he bought he bought that land and he 
as a friend, as the headmistress of Pote Primary School, Chen Ying, to build a bungalow for him. The bungalow has full feng shui features plus disabled access. My father built a big double-story bungalow and I think secretly he was hoping that uh, my sister, my brother, myself and all, all can stay in the house so they can take care of me. Uh, upstairs, uh, there were four rooms, you know. There were two bathrooms, uh, four bedrooms, and a small uh, altar, altar hall, very small one at the center. Downstairs, there were two bedrooms, plus a domestic helper's small room at the back. Downstairs, there were three bathrooms, one for the domestic helper, and then uh, two. One is an attached bathroom for my room. The other one is a bathroom, it's a guest bathroom for everybody. My father built that house in, in, in this way, you know. As you enter the you drive up to the house to the to the house, there is a car porch at the side. And then you enter you get out of the car and then I can push my wheelchair to the front entrance. All flat, you know. And uh and uh, if I, I can also push my wheelchair to the slight side entrance, and then there is a ramp up the side entrance. Uh, at the side entrance, uh, there was a fish pond, uh, quite sizable. Uh, I think it's a bit uh, as big as a double bed for us to keep go fish. Blah blah blah, and then. Inside the house, the, the ground floor is all flat. My wheelchair can reach all the corner. Uh, and uh, my room is big and with an attached bathroom. The design is basically from the old house uh, bathroom. I can't go out from the back door because there were steps going down but other than that everywhere I can go was very accessible for a wheelchair user of course I cannot go upstairs but they don't expect me to go upstairs uh, so uh, my sister uh, two sisters were staying in the one of the room in uh, at the front portion of the house my, my elder sister and my brother-in-law Haiko was staying in uh, a room next to them. And then my mother uh, would be at a room for herself because my father was snoring 
so they was they sleep separately after a certain age. My father was uh, uh, her room was at the back portion of the of the first floor. So this is again uh, a fully accessible house and. Lucky thing it was built like that because after we moved into that house uh, in less than six months, my father got a massive stroke, completely bedridden, never recovered. So I let him stay in my room and I moved to the studies there's a smaller room in front and then there is a, we put a single bed and then I stay there there was a study table for tuition blah 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 inside there that is the study and I stay in the study and my father actually benefited greatly from the disabled access my room my original room was uh, was very big and comfortable and then going to the toilet was okay and then a friend built him a walking frame so that the uh, that the, we employ a, a, a full-time Uh, no, a part-timer from uh, uh, the, the hospital, and then daytime, people like Mr. Ting uh, would help him up to stand on the walking frame, and then he would walk out from the room to the living room outside and stay at a big comfortable chair for a few hours. So, the disabled access of that house actually benefited a lot. And then, the, the kitchen was flat. And at one point, the crazy thing is that I was learning how to cook, you know. So, I, they lowered, we bought, I bought a wooden box. And then, I, uh, I put some stove on the box and then I was frying my favorite is I fried miso <laughs> I was playing with that only for sure that house of uh, 505G here we stayed until uh, early 90s I got married at that house my children were born there And because of the disabled access, I was able to build a family there. And I really must thank my parents for the foresight, for the love, and for the concern for my welfare. Many disabled parents that I know from my disabled friends, is that they don't really bother. 
There are some that really don't bother. There's one that I know. The father bought a house, and she can't go anywhere. She was stuck. You know, it was a beautiful three-story uh, house, but there was no disabled access. So she was complaining. But what to do? The parents didn't have the foresight. This person, my friend's parent, were much younger than my parent, and much more exposed. But he just didn't bother her. It's a matter of attitude, commitment, and the love for your children. I must thank my parent for giving so much to me when I needed so much from them. Thank you for listening to this uh, recording.